The coronavirus is here. What can we do about it when it comes to investing? Does it even matter? Is it a crisis or not? Let me tell you what I did today and why I think it's something you need to pay attention to. Let's get started. Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Sveck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom, how to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Sveck. So it's been an interesting couple days. This is uh, February 14th, 2020. It's been an interesting few days with this coronavirus, which is spreading the world, actually. Um, Started in China, as you may be aware of. And so today I was uh, reviewing information, trying to get, you know, what science is saying about this. What are true epidemiologists saying, people who study diseases as they are transferred, particularly this virus, how does it differ from what we experienced with SARS and what might it do to us economically? And I want to just tell you the information I learned today and, and you know, you can uh, obviously research it yourself and think about it because there are some significant uh, impacts to us psychologically, regardless of what the facts are medically. And let me go through a few of them with you. We know that in China, they've actually quarantined cities. So people in certain cities aren't allowed to leave their homes or apartments. Um, We also know that um, the uh, virus appears to be resistant. So there's, there's some suggestion that it can live up to 12 days on objects. Now that you could argue that, I don't know what the science is on that, but there seems to be um, an issue where it, it, it lives significantly or is active uh, much longer than, say, SARS was. The good news was that there were less fatalities uh, compared to SARS, but the bad news was that it was easily transferable and that it, each person who's infected is likely to infect up to four other people. So there were some significant issues regarding. Now, probably the most significant for me was when I heard that People who have been affected but aren't don't have symptoms can still are contagious to other people for up to 12 days before they actually show any fever or symptoms. So that makes you wonder about all the airport screening when people are standing around getting their temperature taken and, you know, we're all made to feel that all the precautions are taken when, in fact, uh, it may have nothing to do with anything. So there's a high possibility that the, the virus is spreading all around the world regardless of all the attempts of people to make it stop. The final thing you need to think about is that, you know, how accurate do you believe China is in giving us data on the incidence and frequency of what's happening? And as I always talk about in this podcast, when I when I look at investing, I, I think of a coin flip. And if you can look at a coin flip and say, you know, if you can beat that chance 50-50, even a little bit and continue to be involved, you're going to do quite well. I think the coronavirus is something that kind of pushes the odds against us in some forms of investing. So I also think that in China, for example, when you think that there may be up to 400 million people who aren't allowed to leave their homes or go to work, eventually they'll be forced to do so because the economy there will just collapse. 
And so you'll, you're going to have, I think, a period where people will think this is over, it's, it's great, um, we're going to move forward, and then all of a sudden reality will hit. Uh, the other two issues you need to think about, they are working on a vaccine, but we're not sure how long that will take. Usually that takes months. And there's also some suggestion of a treatment uh, for the illness, uh, a treatment they used to use for Ebola virus, which they say may have some benefits to treating this disease. Also that it was um, actually patented by the Chinese government in January, I believe, 20th of this year. So there was a preparatory sort of move before we even heard about this virus. So think about this for a moment. What will happen if, if it becomes sort of common knowledge or belief that, or even a possible risk, that the virus can survive for up to 10 days on inanimate objects such as, uh, you know, a computer screen? What will happen to exports? Are you likely to open that box from Amazon that comes from China? Um, what might that do to that whole economy? And what might that do to the transfer of this disease? If you think of air travel, airports, if you think of um, any travel, any communities that rely on tourists, what will happen to their economy? Uh, with that, you know, with less travel, there'll be less demand for oil and gas. Um, and so it, it's, it's one of those factors that you need to think about in the sense of your investing. So what did I do? So today what I decided to, go, to do in the investment accounts, which are, are primarily in stocks, would be to go to 30% cash or more. So I think 30% cash gives you an opportunity to have some safety and also take advantage of what may happen, which is a significant downturn in equity markets. Remember, the markets are, are, are really, really higher than they've ever been on evaluation, in my opinion, and, and, and a real value. And some of the things that are happening in real estate in Toronto continue to happen again. They happened back in 2017. The government tried to step in to cut back with some legislation, but it, it seems to be happening again with prices well above offer and multiple offers on properties. So we seem to be having this sort of next phase of a tune-up, and, and we're not really seeing the possible issue that could make that coin flip go against you. So what I've been able to do is just took 30% off the top of every stock and and um, and be able to sit tight and see what happens and not worry about it for the next six months or so. Um, I think uh, travel is going to be difficult because if you think about traveling, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Regardless of the trip you're taking, even if you're going to, say, uh, an airport like Toronto Airport to travel to, say, Vancouver, in Toronto, obviously, as an international airport, other flights come in for different parts of the world. So you have to think about that and what will be that impact on travel throughout our country as well. So it's time to be safe. It's time to, you know, selectively look at opportunities, but to remember that um, the goal in, in a lot of our investing is to not only enhance what we have, but to maintain what we have. And, and I think that's really important to, to take efforts to uh, bring some insurance into your portfolio. So as I've talked in previous podcasts, 5% uh, gold is probably not a bad idea. Um, and 30% cash if you can do that. So that are the steps I recommend, and I think the uh, coronavirus is a significant issue for the next probably three months to 12 months till we figure it out. Um, it may be nothing in the end, not to the people who obviously experience the disease and have tragic events, but as far as the economies go of the countries, it may not be, but I, I tend to think we, we're just seeing the beginning of what's to come with this problem. 
I'm Dr. Henry Sveck for Shrink Money Advice. Have a great week of investing, and I look forward to speaking with you soon. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Sveck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 